Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. They play very hard. I mean, they play as a unit. Real tough, tough guys on this side of the ball. Uh, skill athletes. Uh, they like the uh, pressure a lot, but I mean, hey, I mean, it's football, so I mean, we just got to come up schematically wise and outsmart them and be more disciplined than them. Uh, they're, they're a disciplined football team as well on the defense side of the ball. So, I mean, it just coming in, I mean, it's, it's all going to be about us. I mean, we've got to focus on us and go out there and execute our game and play very high level. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great estate of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great wide open Wednesday so far. We're going to have a loaded uh, third hour for you because not only are we having Joe Adams being three days away from Razorback Football join us here in about 20, 25 minutes. Looking forward to catching up with him, but we also got three and out. We'll have another pair of Razorback football tickets to give away. And we also got to talk with our guy, Pat Bradley. So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines as we welcome in old PB. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. And PB, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How you doing? I'm doing good, boys. What's the... What's the good word? What's the good word? We're, we're <laughs> coming that? in loud and clear? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you sound good, PB. We're that Good much deal. closer, three days away from the first Razorback game, and we've seen some college football already. Notre Dame got yeah. off to a good start. Notre Dame did, um, and uh, you know I, I'm looking forward to the LSU Florida State game as well. Um, I feel like people are jumping on Florida State's bandwagon. <laughs> Maybe a little too. Everybody wants them to be back to what they were. I think everybody, you know, who appreciates college football. So, I don't know. It's going to be a huge test for them. It's going to be a huge test for Florida State. Yeah, we were just uh, discussing that game during the break, and it's you know LSU's got a couple players. You know, it's, I don't know if it's going to have a huge impact, but an impact nonetheless. They're not going to be sitting out for this game against Florida State's in Orlando. So you feel like there'll be maybe a pretty easy get for uh, Florida State fans to get yeah. over there. So maybe that'll be a little bit of an advantage, but. Uh, this game was a wild one last season where uh, yeah. all the points got scored at the end. LSU missed the extra point or got it blocked to, to lose it. But uh, I don't know, PB. I may be leaning a little towards Florida State just because of the players not being ready to go in the first game. In in So you got Florida State favored in this one? Uh, right. As far as the, uh, the favorite goes in the betting line, uh, in fact, I want to look that up because that's a good question within itself. Last time I checked, LSU was favored. And uh, the only thing is, like, two and, and a half points. Two and a half points is what Bet Saracen has them at. They have so much talent that very few teams in the country, Bama, it could survive, whether it's you know, a couple guys, <clears throat> which is terrible that they make those guys sit out for, uh, for, for, was it one game they have to sit out because of the autograph thing two years yep. ago? Yep. Um, and I just read that they do have another uh, running back that, that's, um, who was in the rotation but probably won't play. I just feel like, man, LSU, that's that's one thing that they're never going to be lacking is depth. So, you know, it could, it, it, we could have another wild one, you know, like there was last year. But that's what I like. And I'm looking forward to seeing Florida. I think Florida needs to, you know, they, they got to show some ability to turn the corner, right? 
You would think so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, PB, there's a lot of attention, and there always is, always will be, on Coach Prime. But in his words, yeah, he buddy. says it's about the kids. It's not about him. It's about the players, the athletes there, and he wants them to be able to showcase what they can do. Yeah, and we we see it a lot. Um, obviously, Colorado, they have one win last year, so I'm, I, I'm, I feel pretty confident that you know, even if they win – three, four games, I think that's a huge leap because everybody knows that he basically turned over almost his entire roster, so that's going to have its challenges. But I I just think um, the excitement that those players must have because they're, in a sense, getting a new start, right? If you're bringing in transfers, a lot of times it's because either they didn't play a lot at their last school, so now they want to prove to everybody it was the coach, wasn't me. And for the guys who did stick around on the roster, they want to prove that they aren't as bad as that. And then I, I, I think the, the just the whole hype. So it's it's exciting for those players. And I, I know obviously he um he understands that as well because in, it, it's it's tough when they're on the level of coaching where those guys are to forget. I forget, but kind of get caught up in so many other things, and you kind of you don't realize that how important it is for everyone on that roster. And I think it probably helps that his sons with him too, kind of keep him keep him close to that. Yeah, because BB, without a question, you know we we've talked about college football and how much it's changed. You got NIL, transfer portal, and he he's somebody with Dion that came in and cleaned house, and you had a bunch of new transfers coming in. So you feel like because of how it is nowadays, not only with Dion but any new coach that the the leash to get it going is a little bit shorter yeah. because of all those things it's is there's no doubt um you know fortunately though the the kind of money that the programs bring in that allows them to have it's some of the big programs obviously it's unlimited um on the resources and the people that they can bring in so i think you you have a lot more coaches on staff administrators that can help you take care of all the all the things a head coach has to do um and that i think that lends to the ability to get things going maybe faster in years past although how many times do we see um you know coaches just never really being able to get it going i think that's what the big um you know, question and Mark is with with Dion is getting players to Colorado consistently, um, and is he committed to staying there for long term? So all those things, uh, you know, get a new coach at Nebraska. Everybody's saying, well, how's he gonna? You know, can you can can you consistently get talent that region? Uh, Nebraska's got a great great history, obviously. So you know, can Matt Rule consistently? You know he can coach. You know, same with Notre Dame. Can they consistently bring kind of players there that that um, that they need to win championships? Tell so you something else that was impressive last week was UMass. Now they yes. yeah beating New Mexico State. They go there on the road. They're able to beat them. And talking about the transfer portal, their coach Don Brown. He was the former DC at Arizona. They had 15 mm. transfers from D1 FBS schools. Eight of them came from Arizona, so they actually wow. followed their former defensive coordinator, and they had some offensive players also, but had yeah. eight transfers from Arizona, and they showed up big in that game. Yeah, and I think that's th- schools like UMass, and I mean, you even see to you know, UConn, like schools that tr- don't traditionally have um, you know that football background with transfer the ability to transfer multiple times you can get a power you know a, a highly recruited player coming out of high school but for whatever reason you know he transfers one two places now you get a school like UMass who is a perfect landing spot for for a player like that and then you know you know the got talent the kids got talent but maybe just didn't things work out in the other schools so schools like that are benefiting big time um from the transfers because of that. So we have Pat Bradley here on the phone lines, thanks to Motorsports Authority. Uh, PB, just uh, real quick, uh, and again, we don't have to go into extra detail, but if you were, who's your GOAT Razorback quarterback of all time? Like, when you hear about the greatest Razorback quarterback, who do you, who do you say? 
Because I have a two-parter to this when you give me your answer. That's why I'm asking. Boy, that that, that one's always... I'm trying to think in my mind. I guess Ryan Mallett, you caught okay. me off, right? I mean, Mallett, That's mine, yeah. Grovey, uh, obviously, um, um, Joe Ferguson, from what I... Every, you know, he was a great player, played in the NFL, so... Um, it's a lot of them. Yeah, well, Matt the, Jones, my man. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that, and that's the thing, PB, is because there are a lot to choose from, and uh, you know, Ryan Mallett is mine, but everyone's got their own opinion. So the question that we were discussing earlier today is for this season, what would KJ Jefferson need to do this season as an individual or as a guy on the team to become the all-time greatest Razorback quarterback? Like in your mind, what would he need to accomplish to make that happen? Oof. Um. My man Clint Sterner has a bunch of records up there still. I don't see the thing is with KJ, it's just unfortunate that because you got to win games, you got to have you got to have some very very important victories in the program to be considered that, or just shatter every single record. And I, I think unfortunately, you know, he wasn't really surrounded by the by enough. Players maybe to be able to do that. The last, well, did he start? Did this be his third year starting? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. I mean, outside of winning the SEC West, certainly finishing, I don't know, first team SEC. Well, I mean, he'd have to, right? I mean, he'd have, yeah. I mean, it's going to have to be like just just an incredible year. Well, I think for the team and him. And the reason I bring it up, also, PB, we talk about records. We went through them all for KJ Jefferson to be like the all-time leader in particular stats, if he just has a similar year to what he had last year, he will be almost the record-breaker in all of them. He'll have the most completions, completion percentage, more passing yards than anybody else, more passing touchdowns than anybody else. Uh, He only needs eight more wins to become the most all-time winningest quarterback as a starter in SEC history for Arkansas. So, you know, that's, I think, what spawned the question is if he just has a, a year like he's had, He's going to have all these records, but that doesn't necessarily mean everyone's going to yeah. consider him the greatest of all time. Well, and that's what, that's why I think like when you when we rattle off those names, you can think of a moment that those guys yeah. had, and that's attached to them. I just think a big Razorback football victory, whether it's a a, a bowl game or just anything, is uh, is important to be thought of in that in that way. So looking at this Razorback team, PB, what are what are you looking for this season? You looking for improvement from certain units? Joe, you know me, Joe. <laughs> okay, blitz. All right. I want to see blitz seventy five percent of the time. <laughs> May get Bring it, from Travis Williams. I know. I love it. I love it. I hope he does. Um, I, that's you know. I just uh, I like an aggressive defense, and and I think they'll. They have to be improved, right? Like if they go from where they were in the middle of the pack, I think that's that's great. So, um, but then again, I mean, all eyes are going to be on KJ Freak. I mean, that's what you know. I'll be watching. Everybody's going to be watching. Is is how this guy? Because I mean, going back to your point about the best ever. I mean, this this guy can dominate a game. Like he he can do. He's you know he's got all that. So many ways he can beat you. So he may have those few signature moments, big wins, puts the team on his back, and then we're talking about him being the greatest ever play up there. So, um, but probably those two things, you know, just all hype on KJ. Really hope for him. Um, you know, he has those moments. Yeah, because between him and Rocket Sanders, you know, those are the guys that probably have the biggest expectation on their shoulders for this upcoming season. And then. When you think about Arkansas having a little bit of a unique deal this season where, you know, last year they had to play Cincinnati to start, and then they had South Carolina. Like, they start off with some pretty heavy hitters to, to begin the year, and then the, even the year before that, they had Texas in Game 2. Uh, Texas A&M was Game 4, so really early out the bat. But this time around, you, know, you got Western Carolina here in Little Rock, you know, an FCS opponent. Then you have Kent State in Fable. Then you Can't have BYU. Can't sleep on any of them. But it certainly feels like this might be a better way of getting – a little bit easier like acclimated to getting ready for on the road against LSU. Maybe they can ease their way into the season instead of having <laughs> yeah, to be like, hey, right off the bat, you got to play a college football playoff team. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, sometimes you could probably look at that a couple of ways. I think the longer the season goes on, 
you got guys getting banged up, you got different things happening. So yes, on one side of the coin, you want to ease into it so that you know you've got all your sort of wrinkles in when you do prepare for them. But and by the same token, you know you got everybody, all hands on deck, everybody's healthy. You've been thinking, you know, if you do open up the season with a top twenty-five team or a top ten team, I think that I think it could be an advantage in the first game uh, because for all the I don't know, timing issues or, or, you know, the other team's going to be going through that as well, so they'll have to deal with some of those mistakes. Southern Structural Solutions, text line, PB, got a question for you. What do you think of John Calipari's recent complaint about transfer portal being just like one and done? Ooh. So I saw, I was, um, I got on ESPN2, I saw a, uh, a thing, I think he's coming on there this afternoon. What was it exactly that he said? Do you, is it just... He he's just saying for you know people that that complain about one and done he's like transfer oh, portal oh, yeah. is one and the same you're getting sure. pretty much the same deal from that that you get from one and done yeah I, I I never understood the criticism of one and done I I personally never did because it's almost it's 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 not up to anybody other than an NBA team if they want to sign somebody. So, like, a kid could say, I'm a one-and-done, or people could say, oh, I don't like the one-and-done, but it's, it's it, to me, it's, um, you know, it got criticized more than it should just because there's it, it so very few and far between um, of one-and-dones out there. And so, yeah, trans- transfer portal, I think, for all the negativity it gets, we see, we see what could be positive about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things that's going to correct itself. You know, I think at some point, a coach is going to be like, I really don't want to take a kid that's going to be on his fourth school or his third school in three <laughs> years. I, I just There are some coaches who can do that, and God bless them. Some who don't want to do it, God bless them. So I just think um, it's... Um, it, it works both ways, but yeah, I, 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 I can see why people criticize all that, but I guess I wouldn't really compare the two. Kirby because Smart, you know, yeah, Kirby Smart is in in a unique circumstance where Georgia they don't have a lot of players transferring out, and then right. in that case they don't have to bring a lot of players in. But for most schools out there, you're going to lose some players, and then that's the way that you have to replace them. You have to go into the portal to get replacements. To get those, I think that's probably the the most interesting thing I heard in the college football offseason was how few transfers out of the Georgia program there were. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, what was there? One, two? I mean, it's that at the most small yeah. the number. It's just obviously you want to play there, right? You're going to have an opportunity to play in the NFL and win national championships, so you want to be part of the Georgia program. Um, I think it's just kind of cool that you probably have you know second second team guys that are not leaving. They're willing to stick it out. <clears throat> so that says a lot for their program, man. It says a lot for their program because there's a lot of guys who aren't playing as much as they want to, but they still st- they still stayed. Well, I think PB going back to your point of like why people may have been critical of it. Just like we've seen anything in sports, if something changes, people don't like it. And in sports, you know, that it's the same thing now with the transfer portal. For some, not all, but they're like, man, I don't like this. I don't like the fact yeah. that you can do it. But then you adapt, you adjust, and you and you go on. Because as I've said so many times before, at the end of the day, if you're say a Razorback football fan and you may not like the NIL, you may not like the thing. Here's the deal. If Arkansas goes out there and wins a national championship, no one's going to care about how much money they made or where the players came from. They're going to care about right. that Razorback being on the jersey when they win it. So it's just a matter of people don't like major change, but they adjust and they adapt, just like we do in sports. Yeah, it is. In you know, I think for a lot of fans too, I think you know you there is that sort of area where a whole bunch of folks grew up rooting for. The call, you know, what they thought of as a an amateur, a young person. Um, there was a little bit of charm in that still, and maybe you know, I, th- I could see how from uh, that standpoint, it can kind of throw that idea of it off a little bit. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's going to correct itself. People will be fine as long as long as you win. Nobody's going to nobody's going to worry about it. Well, PB, I know we just got a couple minutes left with you, but uh, real quick, since we talked about Razorback football. 
What's kind of your final prediction? How you think the season goes? How you think it plays out? Just some of the stuff that you think is going to happen for the Hogs. Man, what are we going? Nine wins? I like is that. that nine wins? <laughs> oh, I'll go with eight. I'll go with eight. I'll go with eight. Listen, that's a great season right there, man. Oh that's yeah, a great season. Yeah, I just, I think Bama, LSU. I mean, if you could find a way, find a way, um, those would be the signature wins for. For Coach Pittman and, and K.J. Jefferson, for sure. Yeah, I think everybody would sign up for nine wins right now. Probably a lot of people sign up for eight wins, but uh, yeah. I think people are just excited to have uh, football back and be able to check it out this weekend at War Memorial. So, But uh, PB, before I let you go, man, just again give a fine shout-out to the fine folks over there at Motorsports Authority. Website is msastore.com. It is available if you want any car, truck, accessories, They've got everything for you. Three locations make it easy. Hot Springs and Central Avenue, Sherwood, and Russellville. And you can visit the uh, Hot Springs location or North Museum Road in Conway. All kinds of accessories, pre-owned vehicles, trucks, cars, you name it. MSA Store, Motorsports Authority, msastore.com. Well, PB, we appreciate it, man, as always. Enjoy your weekend. See you, PB. All right, fellas, you too. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Pat Bradley joining us. Thanks to Motorsports Authority each and every Wednesday. And we're up against it. But coming up next, you're on Out of Bounds. Former Razorback great Joe Adams will be joining us as we are three days away from Razorback football. Looking forward to catching up with him, hearing what he thinks about the Razorbacks and about their current situation, also what he's been up to. So can't wait to hear from him, and we'll keep it moving on a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting. Hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. This is Center. Arkansas basketball's non-conference schedule is essentially complete for the upcoming season as they added Furman for a December 4th matchup. Furman made the NCAA tournament last year and beat Virginia 68-67 in a 4-13 seed game. Furman did lose their best player, Jalen Slauson, to the NBA as he was picked 54th overall by the Kings. Arkansas basketball's season opener is on November 6th against Alcorn State. And in the NFL, Tuesday was cut day. Some former Arkansas Razorbacks were among the names cut. Safety Latavius Brini was cut by the Jaguars. Wide receiver Matt Landers was cut by the Seahawks. Linebacker Dijon Harris was cut by the Commanders. And wide receiver Jaden Hazelwood was cut by the Eagles. Several of them are expected to be brought back to their team on the practice squad. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Three doors down. Away from the sun anniversary tour. Special guest, Candlebox. Friday, September 8th, Simmons Bank Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. August is here, and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy, and costumes. And car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadney's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year, say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice, and four-cylinder full-size trucks. Guadney Buick GMC's trucks have too many features, too much power, and and twice the cylinders. Why go buy a full-size truck with a four-cylinder when you can get the 5.3-liter V8 with an additional 3250 off at Guadney Buick GMC? Buying a car doesn't have to be scary, and shopping at Guadney never is. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. 
Trey Shap and Chris Shinnup with you. Chris, the 19th annual kickoff to men's health is coming up. Yeah, Trey, we're pretty excited. It's coming up. The first one will be September 7th at our Little Rock location, 1300 Centerview Drive. Men 40 and older, it's time to get screened, is it not? It is. And you know, as our CEO, Scott Davis, says, you come in for a free screen and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 263-0926 for more information or ArkansasUrology.com. Guys, you can just show up. All thanks to our presenting sponsor, CHI St. Vincent. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Burst Tree Communities presents the high school football game of the week with R.J. Hawk, Kyle Sutherland, and Josh Neighbors. Every Friday night this football season, the guys will travel the state to find the best matchups in high school football. The Birch Tree Community's High School Game of the Week is brought to you in part by Roller Funeral Homes, the Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, Midtown Plumbing, ASU Three Rivers, Arkansas Medical Staffing, Alliance Electric, the Arkansas Trucking Association, Guatney Buick GMC, Guatney Chevrolet, and Summit Utilities. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta ask, because I've always wondered, why did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah. Dixon Street. Dixon Street? Yeah, Dixon Street. Yeah, Dixon yeah. Street was, uh, it'll get you. On 103.7 The Buzz. You're on a wide open Wednesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. And folks, uh, I got to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet. With they have the great deals going on all year long, but hey, in the month of August, which is about up, you got to take advantage of their great offers with their 2023 Equinoxes at $2,500 off. You got the High Country with over $6,000 off, and you have the Silverado with over $9,000 off. Like those aren't deals that are just coming around anywhere. Like this is Guatney Chevrolet we're talking about. Some of the best deals you'll have, and they do it every single month. But those deals are about to go away once this month comes to an end. So you got to take advantage of it right now because they have plenty of inventory, plenty of vehicles, plenty of fun, and a great sales staff and award-winning service. So no matter what it is when it comes to your vehicle needs, get you something nice, get you something new, and get you something great over at Guatney Chevrolet off of the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville at 1301 TP White Drive. They're Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer for a reason. You can check them out also at GuatneyChevrolet.com to see their inventory no matter what it is. Always do it with Guatney Chevrolet and visit GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Three days away from Razorback football getting kicked off, which I know is really exciting for everybody involved. But since we're three days away, it only makes sense to have the man that wore number three himself and also was one of the all-time greats in Razorback football history. It is Joe Adams. So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and welcome him in. And, Joe, we really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? I feel good. How you guys doing? I'm glad you guys got me out here. Yeah, well, it's great to have you on, man. And I know that uh, it's been a few years since uh, we've had, or I think just maybe two years since we last had you on. But uh, we'll just start right here with what's going on in your life. We know that, of course, football's still a big part of your life and what you've been doing. So just kind of tell us what you've been up to the past few years. Uh, I actually was coaching. I took this past year off because I just had my first son, well, my first child, period. Um, so I've been a this last year. I've been letting my wife travel nurse, so I've been kind of traveling in the world with her. Well, Joe, let's take you to uh, some of your Razorback playing days before we actually talk about this year's team. What What are some of the moments that stand out to you? Now, we know the punt return is something that's held in high regard, so if you can give us some things outside the punt return, because that's the one that stands out to most people. Uh, I would say um, 
I would say my touchdown against Auburn. That went for 98 yards. I would say uh, us going down to Georgia, see Georgia in their house. Um, I would say the LSU touchdown down Little Rock must to steal the game. Uh, it's a lot of moments. Actually, the uh, LSU game early at halftime with Malibu as to uh, Kobe Hamilton was right before half. Um, it's just so many different moments, man. The, I mean, the Cotton Bowl game where me and Jerry had a good going away game to kind of feel like we're there's just so many different games in there, man, as you can call out. I'll be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Joe, actually, the the first play you mentioned, I, I was always curious about because I was a student up there at the university when, uh, just the same time you were, and I remember in that play against Auburn, you, it was almost like you lined up an I formation. It was just a pitch you took for 92 yards to take it to the distance. Had great blocking by Chris oh, Gregg yeah, down yeah. there. But my question was, like, I don't think we ever saw you lining up a halfback ever again. Like, it was just like you knew that one play was going to work. You got you a touchdown yeah. and you were done. Like, is that a common thing, or is that the only time you lined Not- up at the running back? No, I actually lined up a running back a lot at the, the first when we played New Mexico down in Little Rock. So Coach let me play a little bit more running back that game. And he told me that year that he was going to let me play a lot more, which, I mean, you see that we didn't do that many formations to me in running back. But, I mean, I wish he would have let me play more running back because, I mean, I was actually – I played every position in high school. So I asked that I play a little DB too, but I – he was just so happy to have me a receiver and, you know, the threat that I could be there. I guess he didn't want to lose me in the other position. So you did bring a lot to the receiver position, but also as a returner, what what's the key to being a great punt returner? Because we see a lot of players that they they are returners, but they don't necessarily have that same type of success. So what's the key to being a great returner? Uh, you always got to have good eye coordination. So practice eye coordination for this one practice. And, one of the major things uh, Coach told me, and it just stuck with me I always do, is you got to make the first guy miss, which I know you got to make the first couple guys miss. And then after that, you got great field vision, and you got guys that are willing to lay their body on the line and block for you. I mean, you can pretty much have a chance to return anytime somebody punches you the ball. Yeah, we've seen a lot of rule changes also in college football and some on the special teams side of things, too. And, uh, you know, knowing that, uh, you know, you had a chance where ever you caught the ball, you had guys coming right at you trying to get a big hit on you. So just knowing that the changes have gone on, did you like what do you make of that? And, you know, if you were playing in today's college game, would you still be able to have the same success given how they're trying to take almost special teams plays away at a lot of places? Uh, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, in the CFL, they kind of have, like, a bubble where they allow you to catch it. So, I think the league's trying to move to that where guys is not coming blazing down the field and just hitting you in the face. They kind of got to allow you more room and stuff to make a, uh, a guy miss. But uh, I think I would have still had some success because, I mean, once the ball is in my hand, you still got to make the play after that. So. Is there one that comes easier as far as punt return, kick return? Now, it seems like... With kick return, you have a little bit more space to work with, but is is there an advantage to one over the other? I would say punt return has an advantage over kick return because punt return, you still got the offensive line out there in most spots. Well, not offensive line, but you still got some of your bigger guys out there that are not as fast, not as nimble, agile. They could make some of those break down the open field tackles. So on kickoff, you kind of got more of your steel guys flying down there. That's kind of, you know, they're a little more agile. They can be some of those tackles, so I think punt return is a little ahead. Well, Joe, when you are on those punt returns, too, was there ever a time that you were kind of laughing within yourself when the ball was in the air on a punt being like, this idiot is actually kicking to me? Like, you know, because it's kind of like you know, people like try to do, oh, maybe kick away from because we see that a lot of times and, and with some great returners and everything, but whenever they kicked it to you, did you get a little, almost like a smile on your face when it's in the air, like, oh, yeah, here, yeah, this, this was a mistake by them? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, before the games, I was, you know, you go out and you catch punts, and I would always kind of see the other coaches, and they, we, would chop, we, we would exchange words, and they would let me know we, we're not kicking you the ball this game. And, I mean, for most of the games, they not to kick me the ball, but I think the Kansas State bowl game, he, they said they weren't going to kick me the ball, and so I guess the punter ended up kicking the ball. He was supposed to kick it out of bounds, but he didn't kick it out of bounds. And I actually scored on that, and the coach was mad because I actually talked to some of the guys after that years later. And, yeah, I was like, what did y'all mean to put me the ball? He was like, no, man, we did not mean to put you the ball. 
<laughs> so. Coach Petrino being a great offensive mind, what are your thoughts on him and what he brings to the table as the offensive coordinator at Texas A&M? Man, I mean, the game is excellent and knows, and he's a great guy knowing how to get the formation that he wants and knowing how to get the matchups he wants. So, I mean, he still don't – and him still still be able to put up points because, I mean, it's a spread league pretty much now. People are trying to move to that league. So, I mean, I think he's still going to be able to put up points. But hopefully they'll put up no points on them. <laughs> Well, Joe, too, and going back to you know the wide receiver core that you were around, you know, we were just discussing some of the great wide receivers. Like Traylon Burks was a great one here recently for Arkansas, and there's been a few yes, uh, key pieces. But uh, for for you and Jarius and Greg and Kobe, just in the wide receiver group there to play together, and of course you had uh, Ryan Mount and Tyler Wilson throwing you the ball. And how how great was that for each and every one of you to not only be great wide receivers, but also be surrounded by great wide receivers to open up the the lanes a little bit more for you. Uh, that was one of the kind of the reasons we chose to stay at home and to kind of open it back up. And we knew that with Mallard and Coach Petrino coming, they were bringing that spread offense that teams in the SEC really didn't use. So, I mean, it was going to be an opening for all of us to pretty much get balls throughout the game, not just blocking and being a downfield uh, decoy. So, I mean, it was more open for whoever was going to be the match of their game, and we always decided to do our best to get each other open and make sure that we was doing our job. Now, Coach Petrino is also known for his work with quarterbacks. Now, it's one thing to have talented quarterbacks like Ryan Mallett, Tyler Wilson, but uh, he seems to bring the best out of every quarterback that he works with. So does he make it easy? Does his system make it easier for the quarterback or the receiver, or is it – kind of a combination simply because they're working together? Uh, I think it's just to make it easy for anybody. Offensive linemen, all that, because I mean, it's a lot of different schemes that you use, that they use in the NFL, so, I mean, it actually opens your mind up to actually see coverages better and know how to get to the different holes or know which matchup you need to get to in an audible. Or, uh, yeah, I definitely an offensive system, so if you're an offensive player and you want to get the ball and stuff, you want to actually play an system like this. And then, man, I'm coach. Well, Joe, we just got a couple minutes with you, so I'll go ahead and uh, end it with this uh, with this deal. First off, on that punt return against Tennessee, I'm curious, if you're scrolling Instagram or TikTok or on Twitter or something like that and you see someone posting that clip again, do you immediately stop and watch it or do you say, hey, I've seen this enough, I, I move on to the next one? Like, you know, I'm just too big for it. I mean, it was a, a big moment for me and for Nate, so I was just glad that I was a part of that. So it's more like when people say something to me, they can tell me what they were doing or where they was at. So it was one of those big type moments. So I just like to hear what people were doing or how they felt about it and what was going through their mind when I was running the play. So it's all, I, get a, I do get a chuckle out of that. Yeah, I mean, I know everybody had a crazy reaction. Also, too, on that play, also the Auburn play we talked about, when you scored a touchdown, we'll call it a celebration, but you just crossed the, the goal line a little bit and put the ball down and walked away. Where did that come from? Why, why did you have that reaction to scoring? Uh, at that time, you know, you couldn't really celebrate. So um, I didn't want to get a penalty, and I didn't want to come to Trino all on my back. So I just set it down. Because, you know, I actually in my mind, I wanted to punt it in the sand because that moment was so big. I just wanted to keep it going. But I just set it down and, you know, walked over to the sideline and joined it with the teammates. Uh, and a lot more restraint than I would have after a play like that, I can tell you that. So, Hey, but Joe, man, we really appreciate you joining us, man. Have, have a great fall and always good to catch up with you. And good luck and congratulations yes, on your newborn son. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you all for having on me having me on here. And I also, I want to... Uh, Actually, give a shout out to uh, Alex Collins on his recent passing. Right, he wore number three too, so I just want to keep his name and high hopes with everybody. So, absolutely, we appreciate that. I know right. he does too, Joe. Appreciate you coming yeah. on. Uh, we got a lot more out of bounds coming up next with three and out. Stay with us. Like real good, so good that you'll never want to drink another artificial tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? 
My car really needs a wash. The $20 Meguiar's Bundle includes Gold Class Car Wash for a showroom shine. And what about my tires? Just spray the included Hot Shine tire coating and you're all set. The inside is not great. No problem. The quick interior detailer in the bundle can help with that too. Restrictions apply. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring today. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Tune in to Morning Mayhem every Monday as Wally Hall tells it like it is. Presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, Little Rock's favorite go-to lunch spot, CapitalSmokehouseAndGrill.com. It's Wally Hall every Monday, only on Morning Mayhem. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at HogsMeatMarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. And uh, throwing this out because we had a little bit of a storyline with it in the beginning of the show, but have a little bit of an update. So Joe Burrow returned to practice today for the first time since suffering a strained right calf on July 27th. So they're talking about, oh, does it have to do with his contract? Does it have to do with him actually being injured? What is it? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore because he is officially practicing. And uh, with the backups with Jake Browning as well as Will Greer, uh, he should be good to go. So, uh, like I said, that's a good sign for Bengals fans, but also a sign that, hey, it's not just about contracts and whatnot. He's actually going to be a practice. The NBA is ending its investigation against ref Eric Lewis. 
because of uh, social media activity, and it's because Eric Lewis is retiring. And he was on a social media account, or allegedly on a social media account, that appeared to show a referee defending himself and other officials. And so, in that being said, Lewis violated the NBA rules by speaking about officiating in an unauthorized manner. It still has yet to be determined as to his connection to the account itself, but he's retiring, and so the investigation goes away now. So we know that the Washington Commanders have gone through quite the change when ownership happens and, and everything. Well, uh, the new team presidents or team president Jason Wright, when they were discussing about the possible name changes, he was asked if the team will be going back to the old team name of the Redskins, and it said it is not being com- uh, considered, period. Wow, so surprising. I can't believe they wouldn't want to go back to that name. And I thought that that's what everybody was thinking was going to happen. I can't believe anyone actually legitimately thought that that was going to happen and why the question even got asked. But for those of you that were hoping for it or maybe wondering about it, don't worry. Jason Wright, the team president, says, you know what? It's not being considered, so don't worry about it. We're moving on. The Miami Dolphins are going to begin the season with quarterback Tua and defensive tackle Christian Wilkins with their contract situations. They're going to be tabled until after the season. So GM Chris Greer says that, and he's speaking about Wilkins, said that we made an offer that we thought was fair. When you do things like that, it has to work for both sides. The Dolphins did pick up Tua's fifth-year option, which means that he's going to get a bump in pay next season, but then that they're going to try to come to a long-term agreement. But they're not going to do it during the season. They're going to wait until after the season to get back into contract talks with Tua and Christian Wilkins. So, I like Bryce Harper. I know some people don't, but he did make a little bit of history as today he hit his 300th home run against the Los Angeles Angels. He is now the 158th player in Major League history to reach that mark. And we'll see uh, how he adds on to that and how far he goes up, but still a cool little historical milestone for Bryce Harper hitting 300 home runs. Jessica Simpson says that her and her husband, Eric Johnson, were walked in on during an intimate moment by one of their kids. Whoops. And she says what happened after that was that everyone was in denial about what happened. Her, her husband, the kids, they really didn't talk about it, and everybody just kind of moved on and acted like there was nothing wrong and nothing that happened there. So a shout-out to Eli Manning being arguably the uncle of the year because Eli Manning is, of course, the uncle to Arch Manning, the player at Texas that was one of the most highly regarded high school players ever. And uh, during an interview with the New York Post, Eli Manning was talking uh, with them about his relationship with Arch. And uh, Eli says, quote, I think my first catch with him, he was like four years old. I'm just drilling balls at him and bouncing off of him just so he wouldn't cry. I had to toughen him up and make sure that he was tough enough to handle this. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's the reason why Arch Manning's had so much success, but shout out to Eli Manning of just pegging a four-year-old nephew with footballs, being like, you're going to have to get used to this, kid. Just got, don't cry because you got to toughen up. Maybe that's what's going to help him later in life, but kudos to Eli Manning being the uncle of the year. Noah Gallagher of the band Oasis, he says about Bono, of you too he says that uh he gets a lot of flack but i blank and love the guy he says that they have a really good friendship that goes back a long way and that some people are critical about you two and bono and their music and if they're uh actually viewed as a band that people enjoy listening to but noah gallagher says that yeah he's uh he's really good and you too he has the utmost respect for them I love all types of music. I love all types of bands and artists, and I even respect most of them, and I can kind of get it even if I don't like them. But there are two artists that I will never understand because I just never could get into it. One of them's U2, and the other one's Bruce Springsteen. Can't understand it. If you like it, that's great, but I just don't get it. And Noah Gallagher also talked about an encounter that he had with Bruce Springsteen and his wife. He said that he can't say he was the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan ever, but he said that he actually had lunch with... Bruce Springsteen and his wife, and they had uh, a really pleasant lunch and had some good conversation from it. Well, that's good. I'm glad that uh, at least I'm not the only one that uh, may not be have been the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan, but nah, I just don't understand it. So this is not necessarily a news story, but just one that uh, we got reminded about with uh, the new Saints punter, Lou Headley, 
who's actually from Australia. He's the 30-year-old undrafted rookie. He played at Miami. And what's interesting about him is not only is he a good punter, but he is tatted up to the nines, and he's 30 years old as a rookie. Don't see that very often. But to even take it one step further, he owned a tattoo shop in Bali, Indonesia. So I don't know how that happens, but, hey, he wanted a tattoo shop there in Indonesia. He also worked as a scaffolder. So the guy's been all over the place. But then he pursued his dream and started punting at City College in San Francisco and then went to the University of Miami and now is with the Saints. So if that's not the American dream, I don't know what is, but kudos to this guy already being 30 years old and just now entering into the NFL it seems to be his next biggest adventure. He's had plenty of them so far in his life. So getting struck by lightning, the chances of that happening are really big where it's uh, 1 in 15,000, but there's a guy who actually was struck twice within a five-minute span. He said that he was knocked out immediately at the time, and it took a few moments for him to wake up, and then the lightning came again. It struck down as he was laying on the ground. He said, although he was aware of being electrocuted, he didn't realize that the entire ground was so electrified. And he said when he woke up the second time, He saw that his wife and children were overwhelmed by fear, but luckily struck twice by lightning and he was able to make a full recovery. So Subway's been doing a lot for, you know, marketing and advertising. They got pretty much all some of the greatest athletes doing commercials for them. Got Tom Brady, Steph Curry, just to name a few. Well, I'm all for it. You know, hey, listen, you got to rebrand yourself. But one thing that I will not understand is that Subway has created a flying restaurant that will serve a 1,000 feet in the air on a Subway blimp. That's right. It's called Subway in the Sky. It's a 180-foot blimp, and they'll serve sandwiches, and it goes over an altitude of 1,000 feet. And you're like wondering, well, okay, so what happens? Well, it carries seven passengers at one time, and it takes place between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m., and the trip lasts approximately 30 minutes. Before boarding, the people will receive a lunchbox of, a lunchbox of samples to cha- of their chain's four new Deli Hero sandwiches to eat while airborne. Great, that sounds cool, but who's going through all that work to just go in a blimp and eat Subway for 30 minutes, and there's only seven people at a time, and you just get a lunchbox of the sandwich? <laughs> like, I guess somebody will, but okay. Yeah, there'll be some people that think it's a cool experience. Now, the one thing you always wonder about, do these people actually have to pay? Like, what's yeah. the cost to go on that trip? If it's an enormous cost, then, yeah, you definitely stay away Well, from wasn't it. Blimpy, is that still a thing, wasn't that a sandwich shop? Yes. And then wasn't about a blimp? So maybe they're trying to, you know, put that together. I don't know. But, hey, I'm sure people will buy it. I'm sure people check it out. Maybe we'll see uh, how it actually ends up going and somebody can report back on it, too. But appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon, stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 